stuck in your venture, feeling isolated as an entrepreneur and know that you can be making and doing more? Whether you're a nooks and cranny entrepreneur or full on, this podcast offers quick, actionable tips and tricks for new and emerging entrepreneurs to move your business venture forward and make more dollars out of sense. Guided success for entrepreneurs with your host, Sheila T. Welcome to Guided Success for Entrepreneurs with Sheila T. Last week, we talked about the pursuit of perfection and why that not might, might not be a good idea. And this week, we're talking about cash flow. I know, you would think that we'd all get super excited. Yay, cash flow. But more often, it's cash flow. What cash flow? There's no cash flow here, particularly of late. And it's times like these that perhaps you look back and wish different decisions were made so cash flow wasn't as tight. I know I'm one of those. No one could have predicted where business would be in this COVID era. And of course, there are many businesses that are flush with cash flow right now because it's a great time for them. I would be remiss if I didn't add the caveat, I am certainly not an accountant or CPA, so as I'm talking cash flow to you, this is in regard to a piece of your business strategy. For all the ins and outs of that beautiful accounting world and detailed statements, that is for you and your fabulous CPA, like the one that we had on a couple weeks ago, like Miss Amy Hoy. And before we jump in, let's talk about cash flow. What exactly is it? Sometimes we get in this assumption that we're supposed to know everything about all the ins and outs of accounting. So if you've ever applied for a loan, you likely have been asked for your profit and loss statement, cash flow, maybe a few other items, depending how you're structured. So cash flow is simply the amount of money being transferred into and out of a business. It's essentially your available funds or liquid assets at a glance. In theory, cash flow isn't complicated. It can be overwhelming to forecast cash flow, and this is where I begin to preach in understanding your numbers. See, it's not just about knowing your revenue goal and how many, how much to get there, but also building in cash so you don't run out of money. So when a COVID-like scenario hits, you are as ready as you can be. And if you're only looking to your accountant to provide a P&L or a cash flow statement, keep in mind when you're looking at it, it's a moment in time. So it's not a planning tool because it doesn't reflect the cash you have available or free to use. It's a point in time and things are always changing. So it's always why when you look at your bank account and there's money in it right at the moment, doesn't mean it's going to stay there. Doesn't mean we can spend it all. If you look at it on the 26th of the month and two weeks later, the numbers likely shift by a lot because money's moving out, money's coming in, and it's not exactly what you can spend. I know a few entrepreneurs that measure the fact that there is money in the account as success, and that's not necessarily an accurate measure. And as many of you have received the PPP or EIDL grants or loans, there is a strategy to that cash flow. For example, the reaction for some might be to pay off debt. Not a bad idea. However, in these circumstances, it might make better sense to evaluate what your fixed costs are over the next six months or so and whether or not paying off debt is the right option at this time. If you deplete your funds paying down or paying off debt, that leaves you with little to no working cash for fixed ongoing cost, and you're going to be in the very same pickle as before you paid off debt if things aren't back to recovery. 
again, uh, and perhaps back to those decisions and how they impact future cash flow. This is where we could not have guessed this season in our business would ever come. And I know I made decisions in my business late last year and early into this year where I invested significant cash into my business with the anticipation that 2020 would be similar to last year and meet my goal projections. My strategy absolutely had to change and reserve cash for the now very ambiguous unknown future. So why talk cash flow? Recently on a Kajabi summit, for those of you who don't know Kajabi, it is my go-to all-in-one platform for email, courses, marketing, and more. And in that summit, one speaker was Jamie Kern Lima, the badass that sold her company It Cosmetics to L'Oreal for $1.2 billion. Anyway, she reminded me of some of the mistakes that entrepreneurs can make in the infancy of making the business work. And that is managing cash flow in a pretty microscopic way, meaning many new entrepreneurs feel a pressure to impress, whether that's getting all the paraphernalia out the door with their logo and information, you know, the t-shirts, hats, mugs, pens, fans, etc., or spending money on limos, expensive hotels on business travel, or renting that Maserati or Mercedes to quote, look the part as in look like you're flush. I mean, if you have the cash and it's in the budget and that's a primary part of what you do, say Maseratis or Mercedes, you're selling those, or maybe you sell travel, maybe. But most of us, at least in the beginning, are struggling entrepreneurs and we're building and moving towards financial freedom and making a significant impact. On this journey, the entrepreneurial journey, it's important to be smart in where and how you are spending money or investing that money. Cash flow, or cash flow consciousness as I'll call it, is important not only so you don't run out of money, but it drives decisions from financial institutions, planning for future investments and purchases, and weathering an unforeseen storm such as COVID. We often see the success stories of entrepreneurs, and it appears that they're overnight successes, which is rarely, and I would say near never, the case. Blood, sweat, tears, wherewithal, a heck of a lot of no's, no sales, failure, product redevelopment, the 999th version of the finally successful prototype. You know, Jamie Kern talked about this on the summit I mentioned, that outwardly it might appear that she was an overnight success and her story of success certainly doesn't lack the blood, sweat, and tears. And she has an incredible story, but she had incredible wherewithal, conviction in her product. And she and her husband started that quote, little company out of their home. It didn't happen overnight and cash flow certainly was not always abundant. Now, if you have cash to back your efforts, you may be able to leapfrog a few steps because you can hire things out rather than doing most of it on your own. Again, you have to have good cash flow to make those decisions. And many times we're doing a whole lot of that on our own to save money because there isn't money to invest or pay or in the budget to do that thing or things that we're doing. I would also say that the journey itself makes or breaks success. Experiencing, understanding, and getting through many, many obstacles with cash flow being only one seems to make for a stronger business or one that lasts. It reminds me of the story of the Wright brothers. And if you're not familiar, the short version is they had a prominent competitor in the race for flight, and that was Samuel Pierpont Langley. Probably never heard of him. 
He was the only competitor with government funding and significant government funding and ultimately failed, spent more money, and obviously didn't get the job done. So money or having access to it isn't always uh, the answer to get you there. And perhaps closely related to today is that of SpaceX, Elon Musk's company. He has ambitious plans to ultimately colonize Mars, but first coming up with a reusable transportation system and a bid to launch their Dragon capsule. Interestingly, big dog competitor Boeing lost out to SpaceX, which was not only an upset as Boeing should have led that venture in theory, but it's also the first crewed launch by a private corporation. So perhaps the lack of red tape instead of cash was the edge that was worthwhile there. And in both these cases, the experiences of failures and multiple failures and roadblocks combined with a passion for their respective areas and making an impact on the world drove them to ultimate success. So if you are still in the infancy stages of your business, and for many, that is still five plus years in, infancy does not mean the first six months or year, as there are hundreds of examples of, quote, overnight success where it was 10 to 12 year adventures or more to get there. So certainly keep the mindset of you will have abundant cash flow, but know you have to take the appropriate actions to get there over time, and with wise choices along the way. Of course, I recommend jumping into the financial roadmap for entrepreneurs to get a good handle on your business numbers and ensure that you are set up for good cash flow. That information is always available in the show notes for you, and you can always visit Sheila-T.com for more resources. Thank you for joining me, and I can't wait for next week where we'll be talking about habits in your business. We all have them. Are yours ones that propel you forward or have you running backwards? I'm Sheila T, and until next time, wishing you a fabulous week.